0: Hello and welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast, hosted by Enterprise Management Associates, an industry-leading IT analyst research firm that provides deep insights across the full spectrum of IT and data management technologies. The Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast will take a deep dive into the security topics that are top of mind for information security practitioners, IT professionals, and technology business leaders. Join security experts Chris Steffen, VP of Research at EMA, and Ken Buckler, Research Analyst at EMA, for some truly awesome topics. Chris and Ken, take it away. Good morning, good
1: afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast. I am your host. My name is Chris Steffen. Joining me straight off the conference track at Black Hat is my friend, Ken Buckler. And on that note, we are going to talk today and recap a little bit about some of the highlights that were at the Black Hat conference. Obviously, we can't go through everything that happened there. Needless to say, I um, really did want to spend some time going through some of the highlights that were there, really taking and focusing on some of the themes of the conference and giving people kind of a summary of that event. Big security event every year. Definitely one that if you have not attended before, I highly recommend going. It is always the more technical security conference of the year between that one and RSA. As I mentioned in one of our previous podcasts, I love RSA. Don't misunderstand me. But Black Hat really is a time for nerds to be nerds and... Kind of do some real interesting things. So on that note, let's talk a little bit about the conference. A little bit, Ken. What did you feel were some of the highlights that you saw at the conference?
2: Well, you know, I, I think the big thing that was on everybody's mind at the conference was artificial intelligence. Um, now, that should not come as a, a surprise to anyone at all. Um, but you know, with that said. Uh, I saw some really interesting use cases, uh, and I also saw some uh, pretty terrifying use cases. Um, You know, some of the use cases were just simply like, hey, we've replaced our help search feature with generative AI, so you can use it as a a glorified help, Uh, you know, and and at the same time, then there were also some very interesting ones where, you know, for example, hey, we're going to uh, use generative AI to uh, allow you to enter in something in plain text, and it'll write your, your queries for using our tool out for us. And, and that's really neat stuff. Um, so, yeah, definitely artificial intelligence was, I think, the number one, uh, specifically chat GPT.
1: Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that for a second. So during the conference, the the news actually broke that for the first time usage of ChatGPT and generative AI went down. There's a real hype cycle when it comes to any of these technologies. I think that we're finally getting past the hype cycle and talking about what reality in some of these cases is going to look like, even as it continues to iterate and continues to advance and improve. My question to you, Ken, specifically is, did you see anything? I heard about some of the use cases where it how they were using it with a, a security solution. I think that's interesting. Was there anything in particular that, apart from the LLMs that they're using, the ChatGPT type models that they're using, was there anything that was particularly innovative in how they were approaching their use of AI? AI is nothing new. People have been using AI and machine learning for a long time. They're going to continue doing it. It's going to be an integrated part. It is literally something that every product of some kind has to have. My question was, did you see anything a particularly innovative use?
2: You know, I, I mean, a lot of them were rather innovative in, their, in that it is integrated with their products pretty well. But with that said, I didn't see anything that, you know, like, stuck out to me as, oh my gosh, this is going to change the industry, except for immediately before Black Hat, NVIDIA announced that uh, they're releasing a uh, tool set that's going to allow you to develop generative AI locally using your graphics card. Uh, That is actually probably going to be one of the most important announcements around Black Hat uh, for the simple fact that. The, the biggest concern a lot of people have with some of these generative AIs is that you've got a serious chance of exposing private data to a third party. If you're processing locally using your graphics card, then you no longer have that risk because everything's staying local in your machine. So I think that that right there is going to be probably the most impactful announcement when it comes to AI. Uh, for the Black Hat week.
1: So we definitely have talked about AI before. There's all the security and compliance ramifications. We can go into that at any time for an hour. I do want to take and move a little bit on, but I wanted to quickly summarize to a conversation that I had during the week. Uh, This company that was taking and using AI and ChatGPT type LLMs to take and do report summaries for lay people. Of technical subjects. So for example, take a CVE. We've all seen them. They're a, a crude version of Klingon in a lot of senses. But by the time that they took and ran this through their model with their questions and their filters and whatever have you, it read like a report saying, here's what's going on. Here's why you should care. Here's what you should do. And to the point where you could hand that report to almost any lay person, and they would at least be able to gronk slightly what's going on because of that CVE. That is a technology and a, a use of that technology that is particularly interesting to me and I think we're going to see more of that going forward. I had another briefing with a another customer this morning that is kind of going along those lines as well. So, what else did you see?
2: Well, so actually one of the things I actually did was I used AI, uh Bard in particular to analyze all of the different trainings and keynotes and briefings that were going to be at uh, Black Hat. And it found some interesting uh, themes along with what I saw at Black Hat. Um, So obviously, yes, the number one topic was security. Uh, But a strong emphasis on penetration testing and offensive security was in the trainings while in the actual uh, exhibitors part, there was a lot of focus on cloud. Um, so, and, and this isn't surprising to me at all, that you know, a huge focus on cloud security, because everything is moving to the cloud. And I think that's definitely going to be the future of the industry. I can't say that I saw anything that was extremely game-changing yet when it came to cloud security. Uh, But with that said, I did have a few vendors let me know that they've got some stuff in the pipeline that they think is going to revolutionize the industry. So definitely stay tuned for that.
1: When you start looking at EMA's focus in the remainder of 2023 and 2024, you are going to see a much greater focus on cloud and cloud security type things. Very simply because, as Ken just said, I personally believe that that is really where the next frontier is. I think that we're finally reaching that tipping point, not only from a security, but a compliance perspective as well, where regulators and vendors are gaining a level of comfort understanding what the capabilities of the cloud are and how those different capabilities are going to be secured. And now they have that level of comfort that will allow third parties to be able to access and utilize the cloud to to store their data to do whatever they're going to do. Arguably it's been happening for a while, but it's finally getting to that tipping point where I think it's becoming the the accepted norm and not the exception to the on-prem rule.
2: Well, and speaking of, you know, new accepted norms, so something that I did start to see at this conference, which is a tremendously good thing, is more of an emphasis on vendors' working together as a team instead of just competing, Um, you know. Now, obviously, we're always have, you know, antivirus vendors always going to want to compete against antivirus vendors, but there's a lot more of a collaborative spirit now in that vendors really want to to start working with each other to enhance their products, integrate each other's products with uh, each other, and I'm very encouraged by the fact that we're seeing this community drive towards a more unified security model. So I'm very encouraged by that.
1: Yeah, anybody who knows me and has heard me on top of my soapbox knows that we're, we're better together than fighting against each other. And the, the more that we are integrating, the more that we are collaborating, the better off we're going to be. I'm also very, very excited to know that, many companies are not trying to solve every damn problem and the kitchen sink for your security. Because quite frankly, the more they try to do, the less that they're likely doing well. And so being an expert at that one thing and doing that better than everybody else really is a great solution so long as that solution then integrates with your SIM solutions, your other big Goliath solutions that are out there very simply because it can't be a standalone product and expect to do everything well. It it needs to integrate, but it also needs to be able to do that thing better than everybody else. And I think that you're starting to see people really embrace that sort of attitude, just like you mentioned. And I think that that's an exciting time in the security industry. I, I hope that's not too glass half full. Um, and, again, feel free to comment and share others if you're listening to this podcast that you're, you're not seeing or you would like to call out an example where integration is particularly good. Always happy to hear that. But, I'm, I, again, I'm starting to see that more and more, and I'm very excited for it as well.
2: So the one last thing that I, I did want to touch on, because I think this was probably one of the highlights of the, the conference other than, uh, you know, some of the keynotes, was the Tetra Burst vulnerabilities, Um, So for those not aware, Tetra Burst is a a series of vulnerabilities for the Tetra radio protocol, which is used by law enforcement, military, critical infrastructure globally. And a group of researchers uh, from Midnight Blue, uh, which is uh, based in uh, the Netherlands, I believe, they actually managed to dissect, and disassemble the the Tetra protocol, and they found multiple, very serious security vulnerabilities, um, one of which they were able to basically decrypt uh, encrypted radio traffic, utilizing a laptop from the 1990s, back when Tetra was released. So they basically showed that All of this traffic that we thought was been encrypted and secure and safe all this time has been subject to serious security flaws. Uh, If you haven't read up on it, uh, I believe it's... uh, uh, If you just search for Tetra Burst on uh, Google or wherever, then you're going to be able to to find an interesting write-up on the vulnerabilities. And it's very eye-opening how... When you have a security through obscurity model, how that security can be so easily broken if you just find, you know, the right smart people to do it.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean that's the history of security across the board, right? We we found through the years, and, and frankly, Black Hat, and Def Con, being some of the avenues that those, you know, findings have been presented. All these different kinds of of hacks and, and vulnerabilities and things that the owners would would very much like to be just left alone and not known about and not resolve. Yet some diligent hacker basically said, well, we're going to tell the world about this vulnerability in your router or the transit system vulnerability or blah, 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 on and on and on. And and that's why to, to summarize from my point of view, that's why this conference is, is always so important. You, you have an opportunity to network and talk with people who are truly some of the innovators at finding some of this stuff out. I know that there are plenty of not so great things that happen in the hacker world, but this is an opportunity for the security people really to shine. And I'm glad that, Ken, I'm glad that you went. I'm glad that the, the conference is going on and still going strong and uh, always welcome to hear anybody else's opinions as to what they've thought about the security conferences in Vegas last week. With that, I think we're going to call it a day. But uh, again, appreciate your input and i um, glad that you got back relatively safely and uh, we'll chat again soon. Mm-hmm. And with that, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you again soon.
0: Thanks, Chris and Ken, for all your great insights on today's topic. Make your next podcast awesome when you work with EMA security experts Chris Steffen or Ken Buckler. Educate your prospects, differentiate your solution, and add the credibility of a third party expert to your message. Visit cybersecurityawesomeness.com to listen to past episodes.